poured far too much. So we'll chat to Mateta about that in just a bit. The Money Show. The Markets. Also listening in on that part of the conversation, Peter Brook, portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. And, uh, you know, that sort of certainty that the Reserve Bank governor is pushing for is kind of hard to see in the daily maelstrom of market panic and volatility, Peter Brook. And of that, there has been plenty today. That is true. Um, the Aussie took a good day to have a holiday. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we've actually, if you look at it, you know, you've had three very sharp down days in the U.S. Um, basically since that high inflation number came out and that sort of basically contagion around the world with all markets down sharply and South Africa just following in line with it. Um, how how grey are you going? I mean, you're a, you're a fit young man, uh, relatively speaking. Uh, are you taking strain in, in this current sell-off? Or are you sort of riding it like uh, like the Bronco rider that you've become over many years of, of market fluctuations? I was actually rather enjoying it for the first sort of period because a lot of the things that were selling off were things that we thought were extremely expensive and we didn't own any of. So U.S. bonds, Bitcoin... Um, growth shares in America but as it sort of got worse it's starting to take down shares that we do think have value and we do think there's opportunities in so obviously that starts to weigh on you but that also creates opportunity because you can look to buy into some of those good assets that um, get priced down I mean, Sydney's market is, is, is feeling all fall downish, and I think it's far from all fall downish. It's just a question of how aggressive central banks have to become in order to, to, to bring the inflation monster under control. And the question is whether or not that pushes the U.S. into recession. And I don't know if that's that much of a big deal. I know Americans panic about recession, um, but it's part of a natural cycle that we've kind of fallen out of in the last decade and a half. And I wonder if we're not due just a bit of a, a cool off. I think that's probably correct. And the interesting thing is a lot of the recessions that we have had have been huge events. Think of a global financial crisis. Um, In the old days, we used to have slightly more frequent recessions and slightly smaller. So they do have a big impact because obviously they're not profits. um, But they also, in a way, the truth is that the world is overheating. You can see that through the level of inflation. And therefore, we need a little bit of a reset. And sort of a short, sharp recession, while definitely unpleasant, if you take sort of the old English adage, like a bracing swim, um, it does create opportunity um, from, from those moves. It most certainly, I mean, it most certainly does, but we're seeing wild fluctuations and the currency also wreaking havoc. And the Sitakhanyaho now just talking about the currency and, of course, um, the importance of keeping interest rates competitive worldwide so that even though we're not seeing demand driven um, inflationary pressures in South Africa, at least what we are seeing is an attempt to keep inflation under control, an element of predictability. And I was just looking at a table today of inflation rates around the world and just how. 
close South Africa would have come to these sorts of catastrophic numbers of Argentina at 51%, Venezuela at 500%, Turkey at 60%, Zimbabwe at 87%, and other countries in the 60s and 70% of inflation, with ex- expectations from the IMF of South Africa sort of sitting between 5 and 10%, along with much of the, um, the, the, the rest of the world, and, you know, Russian inflation spiking up as well. Uh, and I just look at this and think how different things could have been without uh, a firm policy stance being taken first by national treasury and then implemented by the uh, by the reserve bank i completely agree with you so i mean let's take today's move the rand moved out to just over 16 or one and a half percent weaker but the truth is i mean the, the japanese yen has weakened by 22 percent in the last 12 months um we actually are being extremely well behaved if you look from 2018 across it, kind of at these levels, other than the blowout for COVID. And a lot of that is due to the fact that our inflation differentials have narrowed relative to the rest of the world. Um, and a lot of it is actually due to having a hawk like Letetia Kanyako um, at the tiller, and he's done a good job. And our macro prudential policy over time has been consistent. But also, I think the fact that we were heading into the abyss and we, we pulled back um, and we're having more sensible policy has definitely stood us in good stead on a relative competitive basis to the rest of the world because everyone's got problems. Um, and it's just who's, the, who's got the least smelly shirt. And in this environment, South Africa's not looking that bad. Thank you, Peter Brook. He's a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. On the line to us this evening from Soggy Cape Town.